0: Hello for the Clio Cloud Conference 2016 in Chicago, Illinois. I'm Joshua Lennon.
1: I'm Andrea Stevenson.
2: I'm Ryan Sador.
0: And I'm Ernie Ben. I'm David Perry. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. Thank you for joining us on the road. It's a pleasure to be here. Today, we're talking with several of the staff members of Clio, or Cleons, and how they prepared for the presentations that they gave at this year's 2016 Clio Cloud Conference. Andrea, do you mind telling us uh, your position at Clio?
1: Absolutely. I'm the partnerships coordinator here at Clio. I manage our legal community programs.
0: And what presentations did you give as part of the Clio Cloud Conference?
1: Yesterday morning, I gave our uh, introduction presentation on setting up your firm and another hour presentation on moving matters forward.
0: And Ryan, what role do you have at Clio and what presentations did you give? I'm the
2: director of sales at Clio. I gave a presentation yesterday on how you can use Clio's integrations to grow your firm.
0: That's amazing. And you were partnered with Eric Bin. His brother, Ernie Bin, is joining us today. Ernie, what's your role at Clio and what presentations have you given? I'm the director of product design at Clio. And my presentation is standing
3: out, uh, building your brand. So it's all about helping uh, lawyers create their brand for their new or emerging firm, uh, and all the things that go with it.
4: And last but not least, David Perry, what's your role at Clio, and what
0: presentations have you been giving?
4: I am the customer support manager, and I am the king of presentations. I was in charge of the Clio University track, designing all content for it, and uh, helping the speakers maximize their speaking potential. So David, was everybody just automatically given a slot to speak at CleoCon, or did they have to audition? Uh, this is somewhat of an honor for people at Cleo. It's something that's a very sought after position. They actually bring a, through an audition process. They sit in, we sit in on virtually everyone in the company auditioning, and we have to make the very difficult decision of picking the best people. It seems like
0: we've got a lot of talented speakers of the company, and people tackling things that they don't normally do as part of their day-to-day operations. Like Ryan, you gave a talk on integrations, Did you have to study and prepare for this talk and learn about the integrations?
2: Yeah, Eric and I spent a lot of time, probably more time actually researching the integrations versus actually uh, practicing our presentation. I think we all understand at a high level what they do, but we needed needed to know a little bit more. Uh, Obviously we gotta talk in a little more detail, so it was good for us, it was a healthy exercise, but yeah, we spent a lot of time researching.
0: You did a great job. And Andrea, were you speaking about topics with which you were familiar?
1: I was. I was lucky enough to be given topics that I had worked on uh, quite a bit in the past through my um, previous position on the support team. Um, So it was nice that the presentation came quite naturally, but there was still a lot of work involved.
0: And everyone that presented was actually paired up with another Cleon. David, how were those selections made? Were people paired with people they normally work
4: with, or did we try and split that up? We looked a lot at personality more than anything. We want to see people that are going to jive well together. Uh, sometimes it is people that have worked together and sometimes it's people that haven't worked that much together in the company uh, but more than anything we want to get a good chemistry up on stage uh, Ryan and his partner Eric are a fine example of that and they leverage that very much in their presentation talking about their roles being different and their personalities being vastly different.
0: They worked really well together but Ryan you also had to coordinate with Eric who was a continent away you're out of Cleo's Toronto office Eric's out of the Vancouver office how did you guys practice together?
2: So we, we spent uh, each week we would book time to do a presentation over uh, Google Hangouts. And I gotta say, it was actually a real challenge. Um, Hard to get that same feel when you're not in the same room as the person. And we understood the presentation, but we didn't really know uh, probably until Saturday, exactly how to hand off the presentation. You know, we didn't really know what the physical cues were from our from you know from Eric. And so you know, we had a chance to practice on Saturday and we got a chance to actually get get better at that. But that was hard, and it wasn't just me, there were a number of people in the Toronto office that had to work with people in Vancouver. And uh, two things one, again, it's doing over a hangout. Second thing was is, is time zone challenges. Oh, um, yeah. My staff had to wait till after work five and six o'clock to practice. So they had to put in a lot of hours, prep, and I'll you know, stay late at night. And so I, I'm proud of the work they did. I want to add something to what David said. It was really neat, you know. obviously presenting here is an honor, and you know, we're obviously trying to deliver something of value to the customers, but for Eric and I, it was a great chance for us to actually meet and get to know each other and be friends. He's in product, I'm in sales. We're often you know, butting heads. I'm often pushing them for more, and so it's nice yep. to be able to have a conversation now where I know him because I've got a chance to, we've gone through battle together working on this presentation, so That's there's some value long term for us.
0: Like a team building exercise yep. across the company. Yeah. So, Ernie, you're a designer, so you understand branding, but did you have to do any research as part of your talk for how lawyers need branding? Uh, Absolutely, Um, you know, in my past I've done a lot
3: of work for really huge companies like Lululemon and Nike, uh, but working with lawyers was a new ballgame for me. So uh, one thing that really helped is a lot of the research we do, even in the work that we do every day, where we interview lots of customers, uh, we build personas to really understand the goals and objectives of what they do. And so um, going into this, we, we felt like we had a good understanding of what our target audience was going to uh, want to learn and understand to be successful in their work. Um, but uh, again, a lot of research, um, Googling a lot, Trying to yeah. talk to lawyers again to understand uh, what their needs were and,
0: and really focus that content for them. That's amazing. So Andrea, uh, was there time set aside as part of the work day to practice your presentation?
1: Not necessarily. However, we did have some flexibility in building out a schedule to make sure that we had uh, the time to practice. However, it is definitely a challenge coordinating with other people's schedules as your free time might not be their free time. So uh, a lot of lunches, a lot of early mornings for us, what worked best was uh, 6 a.m. Wow. Uh, in the morning, so, um, but you just make it work and you power through.
0: That's amazing. So David, as part of the, the coordination of all of this, how did you stay on top of all the different presenters and presentations that were being built into the Clio Cloud Conference?
4: A lot of hours. Um, as Andrew kind of hit on it, it wasn't done during the workday. it was mornings, it was evenings, it was lunchtime, and myself and the rest of the people on the panel, uh, Lawrence Sanders, who organizes the conference as well, um, we sat in on virtually every rehe- official rehearsal that we'd set up. One of us was at every single one, and I was, I'm proud to say I was at about 95% of them. Um, much to my wife's behest, it was late hours, but definitely worth it, because the, the product that we have here and the quality of presentation we're giving is, is unparalleled. And a, a, it's, it's when you get to this point when you remember why you did it and why it's all worth it.
0: So let's talk about giving the presentations themselves. Uh, group question, was anybody nervous? Absolutely. Yep. Ryan? Terrified. I was nervous watching, yes. <laughs> nervous watching? That's pretty amazing. Uh, but afterwards, how did you guys feel?
1: Relieved. No. Yeah,
3: it felt good. Still terrified. I'm presenting this afternoon.
0: I've got one coming up in like five minutes after this this recording.
3: You know, Ernie, I was thinking you said you worked at
2: Lululemon. Maybe you could wear um, some tight Lululemon pants on stage. That might help uh, break the
0: ice. <laughs> Already taken care of. Attaboy.
1: I have an extra pair if you want one. So, how
0: about feedback? How, how were your talks received by the crowd? Did people ask questions? A lot
2: of people last night at the after party came up and had specific questions about uh, integrations they thought could help them. And it, yeah. it, actually, it was rewarding that people actually paid attention and they saw value in it.
0: And that they actually came to you, they continued to think about what you were presenting and continued to seek more information from yeah. you. You've become one of their experts now at Clio. Yeah. Wow. And what was the most fun portion of your presentation? How about you, Andrea? Was there a fun portion?
1: Absolutely. I think that getting over the hump of being nervous and kind of uh, uh, sitting into the presentation and really getting in the groove, um, being able to hear yourself through the mic and hearing uh, that you know, your nerves are, are lowering. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, you got a chance to embrace it and really enjoy it. And that's the part I liked the most.
0: How about you, Ernie? Was there a fun moment in your talk? I haven't done it yet, Josh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> And Ryan, given that you had such a, a great personality um, enhanced by your partner, Eric, what were the fun moments there?
2: Well, I, I made fun of my partner a little bit during the presentation. And I,
0: yeah. um,
2: I actually was going to put him on the spot and ask him to do a, a special dance oh. during the beginning of the presentation. I actually had set it up with the sound guy to play some music. Mm-hmm. And I was going to have Eric do the twerk. Uh Uh-oh. But I decided it's probably, um, I didn't want him to have a heart attack by putting him on the spot. So I just mentioned it and made fun of him. And and I think it was good to help break the ice. It made him laugh. And certainly, I think people last night were talking to him about the twerk. So he's known as the twerk guy. So
0: not only do you make an impression with your knowledge, but with your sense of style and fun. (laughs) That's great. And David?
4: yeah I, I you know I didn't give a presentation but my favorite thing is something we haven't actually talked about yet was every one of these pairs actually had a content pairing behind them I had a team of people to help them prepare the content oh yeah um, and they kind of added the dramatic flair and the scripting to it but these people went and did the digging into the product to build out the presentation my personal favorite piece of doing this entire process is seeing content people watching their presentation on stage for the first time because all they've done is actually write it so to be able to have them and to see the light up in their eyes when they see someone actually up there and doing their presentation it's that's really cool for me personally. there's a
0: team behind the people presenting absolutely and so it's, it's multiple layers of preparation research teamwork that all of Clio put together to bring these presentations to the stage. Yeah, those
4: are often your unsung heroes, right? You, everyone remembers the people on stage, you know, members of people that are doing all the work in the back, so it's important yeah. to make sure that they get recognized. And
2: Joshua, you asked about my favorite moment. I, I actually say my favorite moment was watching members of my team present today. Yeah. Uh, certainly, um, they went through the same process that all of us did here, practicing long hours, and some of them are, are you know, new to the business world. So this was a big challenge for them. So I got to see them grow. I got to see them battle through the nerves. And then seeing them on stage today, that smile on their face, where they knew they were killing it, they were having fun, you know, they felt relieved and rewarded and all the hard work had paid off. That was probably the most rewarding thing for me.
0: Will you guys volunteer to present at the 2017 Clio Cloud Prom- conference?
3: Absolutely. Definitely.
0: Absolutely.
4: I've already presented it, too, and I've taken on a new role that I'm excited to take on again. So I'd like to do this role again. Get back on
0: stage? Excellent. And do you have any advice for the Cleons that will be listening on this on how they can prepare for a future Clio Cloud Conference?
1: let go of the nerves and enjoy it. I think we worry too much about are we prepared and we've done the work and we understand that we know it. And uh, if I could go back and and do it again, I would enjoy it right from the very first moment instead of uh, giving myself some time there.
0: I think that is a great point. Thank you, Andrea. Well, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode. I wanna thank our guests for joining us today. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Ernie. Thank you, David. We wanna thank our listeners for tuning in. If you like what you heard today, please rate us in iTunes. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network.
4: Great, It's good showed up. really it, eh? If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit
0: legaltalknetwork.com.